0: wonderful morning welcome once again to another live session of the potter's gate online broadcast my name is isa phillips i can't this is a glorious day this is a beautiful day a wonderful day wait out there but we thank god for his glory this beautiful day that uh, the 19th of um the month of december 2019 we're getting ready to step into a new year we believe in the father for great things we're asking him to continue to speak to us and grant us direction as we move in the leading of his spirit. It's a wonderful day. I want to welcome everybody this morning to another live broadcast of the Potter's Gate online broadcast, and this is our Beyond Devotional. Uh, For about two weeks now, we've been tracking some of the things the Spirit of God has been speaking to us from the beginning of the year, particularly in the place of prayer, And it's been a wonderful ride. I believe that you have been greatly imparted. I believe you've been, you know, uh, you know, informed again and reformed. I believe the spirit of the Lord has, you know, remind you of so many things. Yes, that maybe you knew or you've forgotten, but somehow all right, through this review, you've been able to remind yourself again of those things. I believe the father will continue to lead us and grant us, you know, clarity and uh, impartation and strength and focus even as we press further, right? Our desire is to continue to press further into the, 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 the days of the manifestation of God's prophetic intentions in the earth. Yes, we are deep into the day of the unfolding of God's divine prophetic uh, mandate for our day. And we are sons of, you know, uh, uh, that prophetic, uh, you know, generation. And it's a good thing to be alive, to be part of those whom the Lord has found worthy to share in the light of his mandate and desire. I mean, it's such a beautiful thing to see that our life is becoming that open book that men are beginning to read. Yes, that's that's the heartbeat of God. That's the desire of God. And we can do more. We can do more if we open our heart and allow the Spirit of God to continue to pour into us. Yes, we can do more. And I believe the Lord wants to, you know, know, do more. Excuse me, do more too, you know, in our lives if we are ready and willing to allow Him to, you know, to lead us and to show us. And that's why we pray, and that's why we surrender. We yield to the voice and directions of the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit. Amen. That can bring us to that place where our hearts and our lives, amen, you know, come into divine synchronization with, you know, the intentions of the Father. So we will continue to yield ourselves daily. This morning, there are a couple of things that I believe will bring perspective again into our lives into our space particularly in dealing with you know the spirit of transition and moving into newness in the demand of god for the days before us okay we're gonna pray now father we thank you once again we bless your name we give you glory for your love and mercy over our life thank you for waking us up once again thank you for granting us the desire to, to be in your presence and to hear that which your spirit is saying in, in, in the direction of our hearts and our lives. This morning, Lord, as we continue to ask and wait on you to show us and lead us, we pray, O God, that we will have that spirit, O God, that will practice and bring to pass what you have said, that we will not just be hearers of the word only deceiving ourselves. No, Father, we want to be doers of it. So we pray this morning, grant us once again the strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, yes, the determination, O God, to be focused, to hear and to listen and to respond in accordance to your will thank you once again we bless you in jesus name amen all right so uh this morning like i said the couple of you know things i really want to share with us and uh, i hope that we are ready to you know to to receive this 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 session this morning session all right in prayer is going to be more you know directional or instructional if you will because um, uh, we 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 I believe that we need to do this in the spirit of you know moving towards you know uh, at the end of the year closing the closing the year and preparing for all right the new year and uh, new year most time you know many of us have things we want to do plans you know that we want to carry out decisions we want to make or right, you know new ventures we want to step into all right new careers new uh, uh, you know many of us want to do so many things. And uh, the most important thing is to know that whatever we want to do are done within the ambience, amen, of biblical, you know, truth and uh, within the, you know, uh, sphere of wisdom that heaven has given to us, all right? So that's very important. Our life is, is designed to be progressive, all right, in in in, in movements and in uh, development. We are supposed to be moving towards that place, all right, of greater, you know, uh, uh, enrichment in the things of god we we are not static we are moving all right regardless of what we are doing all right there, there has to be movement there has to be advancement all right and there are a couple of things that I, I i believe that will allow us to have a better and a more you know clearer you know understanding in terms of how to you know live our life in that context of progression Right, because a lot of people, as we talk about this, many people today will feel, you know, discouraged, you know, despondent, feel, you know, uh, um, as uh, you know, that they've not done anything, you know, or they've not achieved, you know, as they will want to achieve. All right. Maybe in 2019. All right. And maybe they're looking forward to, you know, 2020 and a couple of things they want to do, but they've not really, you know, thought through, they've not allowed the Holy Spirit to process or right, are those things that you know they have maybe presented before the Lord, and maybe they've not even presented anything before the Lord. They just have this, you know, brain wave and this, you know, desire that okay, this is what I want to do in 2020. All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, and all those things looks good, but that's not how life is. All right, life is about you preparing. You have to prepare. Amen. You have to, you know, be be sure. You have to be certain, Amen, of the decisions that you want to make, and you must know how the Spirit of the Lord, Amen, is speaking and is directing you. So so that you don't make you know uh, uh the wrong decision remember our life is designed and defined around decision we live to make decision amen and we become the very uh, uh, reflections of the decisions we have made so we don't want to make you know a uh, uh, ill-informed decision we don't want to make wrong decision we don't want to also find ourselves where we are stuck because we are afraid to make decision it's part of life to make decisions but we want to make decision by the leading of the spirit we want to make decision by the guidance of the spirit now that's why we need to pray for the spirit of god amen to grant us grace wisdom knowledge understanding insight all right in, in in making the right decision all right in understanding life because decision basically is that you've come to a certain conclusion about certain things about certain people event about your own life about yourself all right about where you are all right and then you decide that okay this is what i'm going to do or this is what i should do all right but what informed those uh, uh you know uh Conclusion, I think, is something that we need to look into, and we need to be very, very, you know, cautious of, so that we don't we don't make the wrong decision. We don't make decision based on on you know frustration, you know, fear, doubt, or the opinions of men. Now, I, I want us to look into something that I I. I I'm connecting to the spirit of transition because, uh, you know, as I look into the, into the word of God, you, you find several patterns. You say you find several principles and concepts that allow us to understand how the spirit of God, amen, will have us, you know, uh, uh, understand things respond to things and even move. It's important that we understand, amen, that life, amen, is progressional. As, as we journey with God, we understand, amen, that every Every new day, every new season are, are, are designed to allow us to press into greater realities of God's counsel and plans for us. All right, God has plans for us. And the Bible says his plans for us, they're good plans, not evil plans. But if we don't understand the dynamics of the spirit, how the spirit of God amen unveils his plans in our life and how he wants us to, you know, to to respond to those to those plans, which in most time, which in most cases, amen, don't, you know, in the human realm, don't don't look or don't sound, you know, as if, okay, we have been, in fact, directed by the Lord. So we have to have this sense of spiritual assurance. We, are, we must have faith. We must have confidence. We must have trust. We must come to a point, amen, where our entire life, amen, is built and established on the foundation of biblical truth. So that when we are being led or when we are being directed, amen, we know for sure, amen, that this is, the, this is what the Spirit of God, amen, is demanding and requiring of my life, that we're not moving by impulse. We're not doing things, amen, by, you know, by pressure. We're not doing things by anxiety. We're not responding to fear, all right, that when we stand, we stand based on the voice of God. And when we move, we move because the Spirit of God, amen, is asking us to move. I want to, like I said, I want us to track some few scriptures this morning that I feel, amen, carry some very vital, you know, principles that will allow us, amen, to, to build this. The spiritual value system that is required as we as we engage the days of movement. We're in days of movement, and movement brings us to the place where we become more visible amen, in the things of God. We become more, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, connected, amen, to that, to the heartbeat of God, to the intentions of God, to the desires of God, amen. And our ultimate desire is to represent, amen, the counsel of God. All right. But all this, like I said, are all built through divine principle. So we want to look at some principles today. So whatever you want to call this, just uh, uh, follow me and just let us look at the scripture. But I know that it's connecting to the spirit of transition. There are things that happen to us. All right. There are things we need to know. There are awareness that must take place in our life. All right. Before we move from point A to point B. All right. There are things the spirit of God will have us know. Right? many times we make we make decisions in life amen that f- f- you know we we discover that you know we're you know we're we're not prepared we are not really informed we're not being we're not being we're not being schooled enough amen to you know to step into the things that we stepped into we either stepped into them because we are zealous or because you know we feel pressured amen or we we feel all right things are not working out so let me just do this in the days we live in we cannot afford just to do things we would want to do then we want to do things by the leading of the Spirit want to do things amen well calculated in the spirit we want to be people that are deliberate amen we want to be people that are amen that are connected amen to the heart to the voice to the leadings amen the the bible says that in the bible says the spirit of the lord leads me amen into greener pasture the spirit of god amen is a leading spirit when the spirit of truth comes he will lead us he will guide us into all truth amen so believers Christians followers of Christ must, must be well cited we must know amen the the the, the resources that have been av- that will be made available for us amen in our movement in our transition like I was uh, was yesterday I was talking about the concept of transition when we're praying that many people began all right, certain You know, move a certain uh, dimensions of God's call, amen. But they got stuck somewhere. They got stuck somewhere because they no longer, you know, hear from God. They no longer go to Him to receive clarity and to receive direction. They no longer, you know, listen to the voice of the Spirit. So basically, they got captured, amen. In in the in the in the in the journey of transition, and they, they 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 remain in that, if you will, that wilderness situation where they they can't go back and they can't go forward. So we don't want the wilderness to swallow us. We don't want the land to swallow us. We we want to continue to move in the leading and in the guidance of the spirit and to be able to do that there are certain value system principle if you will that we must build within our spiritual makeup the structure of our spirit man amen must be one that is well you know built well established well informed amen on on the on the on the counsels of god's word now i quickly want to read one or two scriptures in fact let me start with the scripture that i i sense may just give us a solid foundation alright, in, in what we're talking about. Remember that our spirit is not just some spirit f- spirit floating around, alright, just floating around, amen. Our spirit is a well-designed, constructed, you know, uh, order of life, amen. You know, you know, geared towards moving, amen, towards the p- position of pleasing the Father, alright. Our spirit is the spirit of God, amen. Our spirit is built, is established by the spirit of God. But this, this doesn't just happen at once, alright. We don't just grow in, 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 in the things of God, alright, in, in in one day, or in one week, or there are there are there are you know seasons principles here and there, right, that, that must be restored back into our life, particularly if we're dealing with the idea of you know the fall. All right. If we're dealing with the idea of the four, we're still trying to, you know, rediscover ourselves. We're still trying to pick, you know, our, our identity. We're still trying to locate, amen. You know, the things that we've lost. All right. We, those things must be must be must be put into consideration, even as we respond to, amen, the demand of God for our life. All right. Certain people are still trying to understand. In fact, every one of us is just that, amen. We are all in different degrees and different levels, amen, of the spirit of restoration in times of our redemption all right that the spirit of redemption amen is being restored but even in that sense of restoration we are also being built in terms of stepping into the purpose of god for our life so understanding our restoration and pressing into the purpose of god for our life are two different things amen but they speak into each other so that's by the way let's look at the scripture. Proverbs chapter four. I'm going to read from uh, verse, uh, you know, uh, seven. Just you know, to keep to you know the main scripture, and so that we can also track other scriptures. All right, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wisdom is the supreme thing. I like I like the t- translation that says wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the supreme supreme thing. W- or wisdom is supreme. Some translation will say wisdom is supreme. Some will say through wisdom, amen, is the principal thing. This translation, NIV says, wisdom, I believe, you know, I don't think this is the NIV now. It says, wisdom is supreme. Therefore, acquire wisdom. Did you see the scripture? Acquire is like invest into buying wisdom. It says, wisdom is the supreme thing. Therefore, acquire wisdom. And what else you obtain, and whatever else you obtain, gain understanding. All right? Your translation, yes, your NIV will say the beginning, uh, uh the, the beginning of wisdom is this is a get wisdom, all right? Get wisdom, get understanding. Now, this to me, this scripture is, is very, 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 very critical in terms of developing the right spiritual framework, amen, in engaging life, decisions, moving forward, amen. getting to understand how the father will have us live life, respond, amen, connect to the things of the spirit. Is a wisdom is the supreme thing meaning that in everything that we have we have come to understand or we want to attain in life we should we should aim at gaining wisdom getting wisdom of course we understand that we're not talking about the spirit the wisdom of this world because, you know, the scripture, the book of James made us to understand, amen, that there are two kinds of wisdom. There is a wisdom, amen, that comes from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's a wisdom that the world system, amen, runs with, runs on, amen. There is a wisdom that is sourced for, from the fallen kind of human nature, human mind, all right? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the wisdom that comes from above that comes from above all right if you're going to gain anything that comes from above you know like I know that you have to engage in the spirit of prayer you have to engage in the spirit amen of divine connection with 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 God <clears throat> you have to be a person amen who who who, who longs for who bible says does it does anyone lack wisdom is anyone lacking wisdom it's a let him ask God who gives you see, it's it, wisdom comes from God. Wisdom does not come from men, doesn't come from the things of this world. Amen. So it's a wisdom is the supreme thing. Therefore, acquire wisdom. Whatever you're gaining, whatever you're getting, it's a get understanding. Now I'm getting somewhere. I'm just basically laying a foundation, a framework that will allow us to understand. All right. Because everyone wants us to come into a day, amen, of of, of awareness. Awareness is the key word, amen, that will lead us into that position where we are always ahead in the things of God, where we are one step ahead, amen, of the enemy. We have to live in that sense, in that ambience, in that, you know, uh, environment where we are well-sighted, we are aware, we can see things and not be aware, amen, of, of, you know, of their reality, of their function. So, excuse me, so it's not, it's not enough to say, well, I'm aware of something. Yeah, you can be aware of things, but do not have a sense of, you know, interpretation of what you are aware of is. That sense of interpretation, that sense of seeing things, knowing what they stand for, what they represent, amen, and therefore how to engage, I think is something that the Spirit of God, amen, will have us look into. And this is very important in terms of how we pray. All right we we want to pray effectively we want to pray the right prayer but we also want to pray a prayer that will allow us amen to to be within the scope amen of how the lord will have us move when the lord will have us move amen the direction amen to which the lord amen will have us move so we we're, we're looking at something here and i'm going to take you back to you know the scripture we've been we've been looking at for uh, for a long time now in fact we have built our you know prayer Intercessory, you know, uh, uh, ministry on this on this scripture, and that you find in you know Ezekiel twenty-two verse thirty. He says, he says, I look for a man. All right, that's the first key here. He said, I look for a man among them that's gonna do something that will build up, amen, the wall. So we're seeing something that even in the position of intercession and prayer, all right, the Lord is looking for a man. Who has the governmental apostolic engineering capacity to build up walls. Now, now, walls mean so many things. We're not gonna go into you know, the meanings of walls, but what I want us to look into is that even in our spiritual you know, uh, uh, posture and engagement, all right, that one capacity that is required is the ability to build. Is <clears throat> the ability to build. Now, we can build so many things and we build all kinds of things. But to begin to build the spiritual capacity to be aware... Of the things of God, amen, to have insight, to have foresight, to have insight, amen, to have, you know, dimensions within our spirit that can relate and connect, amen, to things. I think this is something that is required, particularly as we move towards the days of the end. We must have the capacity, that spiritual, you know, resource that, that allow us to become builders of the things of God. God said, I look for one man. If God can find a man with a spiritual capacity to build up walls, God says, I will move in the land. All right? So, So we're tracking something here. And in the concept of building, amen, we see that... One of the the very first component that is required is wisdom because you've got to be able to know what the Lord, amen, will have you build and how he will have you build. That's where wisdom comes to play. Wisdom is the supreme because the things of God are established upon the principle of building. There has to be the capacity to build. So one of the things that I believe the Lord, amen, will have us build, amen, is the right sense of vision. The right sense of vision, capacity to have focus, amen. To be able to see things and understand what they what they are, what they mean, amen, and how to use them, if you will, how to respond to those things. When we look at events, we have sight, amen, into their meaning. That we're not just seeing things, amen, and just running around, amen, like an headless chicken. We have we have to have divine communication. We have to have divine understanding. We have to have divine, you know, uh, 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 engage uh, engaging capacity now all that has to be built within our spirit and those 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 resources comes from wisdom wisdom is one of the signaturing amen of the apostolic spirit wisdom allows whenever we talk about wisdom you always see the reference of the capacity to build amen wisdom is, is synonymous to the ability to build all right the bible talk about the church amen is, is is established is built upon yes the foundation of the apostles and the prophet christ himself being our chief cornerstone these three you know spiritual order of life amen must be well seated within amen, our spiritual structure in order to be able to build the intentions of god so even when we're praying guess what we're building something yes our ability to 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 to, to see, amen, the, the 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 desires of God, the intentions of God, the counsel of God manifests in our lives, in our homes, in our environment, amen. Is established on the principle, amen, of a builder. So let's look at another scripture. Like I said this morning, we're gonna read a couple of scriptures. So uh we're not gonna <clears throat> over drag, Amen. You know the 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 explanation just for us to be able to you know cover some you know scripture here. It's important that we read scripture. The the word of God, Amen, is is full of life. The word of God carries what it takes, Amen, to change our understanding. Yeah, that's why I love to you know read the word and read scripture because every time we engage with the word of God, Amen, new perspectives are formed. Every time we engage the word of God, amen, new position of understanding are established. Every time we engage the word of God, amen, the ability to see and to relate with the eternal prophetic intentions of God becomes visible. All right. Let's look at another scripture. Excuse me. My throat is just a bit not okay this morning. Uh, Proverbs chapter 9. Remember, we're tracking wisdom as the capacity to build a right sense of vision. And this vision, amen, I've tagged it out, you know, defined it as a a sense of awareness. All right? It's not enough to just have a vision of what to do or what you want to do. Okay? It's also important that when you see things, when you see events, when you see people, all right, when you approach the month called December, you should know how to approach that month so that you are not captured, amen, by the spirit, amen, of, of the season. You are not captured, amen, by the holiday spirit, by whatever spirit out there, Excuse me. That influence, that impact, amen. That causes men to lose a sense of direction. That causes men, amen, to 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 you know to just give in, all right, to things, to 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 stupid things, things that should not even bother them, all right. So we have to have a clear understanding that okay, we are moving from one order into the next. We're stepping from we're stepping you know, out of 2019 to 2020, what are the things we need to know to be able to have that successful transition, if you will, to have that divine, you know, connection to have that, you know, sense of readiness in January, if you will, what are the things we need to understand? How do we pray? How do we connect with people? How do we speak to our family? What are the things we need to, you know, tell them, encourage them? What are the things we need to, you know, warn them of? What, how do we protect them? How do we guide them? How do we lead them? How do we, you know, uh, advise our friends who might need to make decisions in the coming year who are not too certain of what they need to do or how they they, you know they must go by you know you know go around their their business you know all kinds of so we have to be you know a house of spiritual resources All right, that speaks into all kinds of areas of human life, be it, you know, in their mental, you know, emotional, you know, psychological, marital, you know, lifestyle, or even in their work of business or ministry. We have to have, amen, that spiritual dimension of a resource, amen, that can speak into things and speak into people and speak into situation and look at events and give the right, precise, accurate, you know, interpretation of what they are. All right, you know the Bible talk about you know wise men who came from the from the east. All they did was to see a star. All they did was they saw a star, and they were able to interpret the meaning of that star. All right, that today, amen, a king has been born in Bethlehem. I mean that took them three three months journey from the east to Jerusalem. So these are powerful prophetic, you know, capacity that must be locked within our our, our heart. That you know, as, astronomers, you know, astronomers, they can they can look into the into into the space, all right. They can look into and give you, you know, understanding that they understand that everything about life, amen. Be it natural, be it you know that which you can see, that which you cannot see. They understand that there's a spirituality that is. Connected to life, that everything that God connected, that God created, Amen, carries, Amen, a divine DNA of spirituality. It carries a divine DNA. carries, Amen, a, 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 a print of God's intention, of God's purpose. Amen. God said to Abraham, "You say if you can count, Amen, the number of of, of, of sand at the seashore." Then you can indeed count my blessing. Amen. It says the blessings I have for you, the sons I'm going to give to you, they are they are going to be as numerous as as the as as the sand, right, on the seashore. That's that's awesome. What is God? Why why would God connect? Amen. That which He wants to do, that which is ordained, Amen. Abraham to become prophetically, Amen. To to you know to to sand because He knows you can count sand. So, but 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 what, what I'm looking looking at is everything about creation carries, you know, that divine blueprint, that divine, you know, approval of God's, you know, of God's purpose, of God's intention. So we should not live our life, amen, in blindness. We should not live our life, amen, in some, you know, a uh, limited, you know, a uh, blind spiritual, you know condition all right we should be able to have sight understanding amen. into seasons into times into events, into lives into people one of the things one of the grace that i thank god for amen that the father has given to me as a prophet is that when i look at people i see them for who they are what they are that even before they open their mouth i can i can read them yes that's a personally a personal you know grace that god has given to me and that's why it's very difficult for people to get me to a point point of doing things all right that that you know that that contradicts you know the the the, the spiritual value system amen of my life or, or the of the of the of the, or the environment or the of the event in time is very difficult for me to be controlled very difficult for 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 somebody to say oh i'm going to control this man very very difficult because i can see you from afar i i, I can no matter how you portray yourself i see you for who you are now that's a grace. That's a gift. It's something that heaven has given to, but it's also something that I quested for. I prayed for. I want to be able to know because I I, I noticed starting the word of God that Jesus knew he knew men. Bible says because he knew the heart of men he would not commit himself. So so I hardly find myself in the place where I am disappointed because of people's action. I'm never disappointed because I can see. You see, we only get disappointed when we are ignorant, when we are spiritually blind, when we when we are not maximizing maximizing our spiritual competence, when we have not developed the right spiritual uh, uh, ability to see things, to know people for who they are. So one of the things that we're talking about, Amen, is to develop a sense. Thank you so much, man of God, for connecting this morning. We, we're talking about how to develop a sense of spiritual awareness. All right, particularly in transition, so that the decisions we make, amen, are informed by heaven and not by event. So that the decisions we make, I'm just trying to, you know, do something here. The decisions we make, amen, are informed by heaven, are informed by the Spirit, are informed, amen, by the voice of the Spirit and not by the voice of events not by, you know, what people are saying, not by what we see, not by circumstance. Now, like I said... Moving into the future demands that we develop this kind of, you know, spiritual capacity. But this spiritual capacity is, 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 is sourced, amen, from, you know, the order of the prophetic, in you know, hub. If you don't have that spiritual prophetic, you know, understanding of how God moves within that, you know, the, within the earth, within the life of his people, amen, within his prophetic, you know, mandate. If you don't understand the dynamics of the kingdom, it will be very difficult for us, amen, to operate in this level. And that means that the enemy will always take advantage of us. Yes. Where the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. The knowledge of God, amen, allow us, the knowledge of God in our life, allow us to have, amen, divine insight, understanding into the complex challenges of life. Having the knowledge of God in our life is translated to having knowledge into all kinds of systemic issues, all right? challenges, circumstances around us. The knowledge of God, amen, is to have a solid spiritual base in terms of kingdom operation. Once you have that, amen, you're good to go. But if that is not there, the Bible refers to a condition that will be happening in our life. And and that is destruction. Perish. People perish. We don't want to perish. We want to continue to be, you know, to be present. We want to continue to live our life, amen, in the sense of, you know, advancement and and relevancy, amen. We want to live our life to the fullness. We want to carry out all that the Father has desired and ordained for us, amen, in 2020, 2020, 2021, 22, amen, until the day of his coming amen we want to continue we want to be able to finish amen our purpose on earth without the enemy cutting our our journey short amen no we don't want anything to cut us short to stop us to hinder us we don't want the enemy to delay us we don't want to have unnecessary delay except the lord says wait then we wait then we know that in that waiting Amen. Ministry is taking place. Then, event to stop us. Many times we, we begin a journey in the things of God. Amen. And you find circumstances begin to happen here and there. All right. And the enemy takes advantage. Amen. And keep us in that state. And keep us in that state. I mean, that, that's the story of, you know, methibosheth all right? As events began to pan around the life of Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth the scripture said that he fell, he the, 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 the nanny dropped, dropped him, he fell you know, from, from the staircase and and broke his leg, he couldn't walk again. I mean, this guy was born a prince, but he could no longer journey, he could no longer develop capacity for mobility, All right, and that impacted his entire structure as a prince in the earth. To the point that, amen, he began to look at himself as as a commoner, as a dog. But David understood, amen, who Mephibosheth is. David said, you're a prince. You're a prince. So David said, go fetch him. He must sit with me on the table. He must be part of that to which, amen, will bring, amen, direction, vision, you know, leadership, amen, to the nation. Go, Go fetch him. Bring Mephibosheth, all right? So you sit, you take your place, amen, at the seat. I love that principle. David says, that's that's a powerful spirit of leadership. That a, leader, a, lead, a true leader will not see the, the event that has tried to cripple or stop you from moving. A leader sees the, 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 the grace of God, the identity of God in your life, amen. And he makes sure, amen, that you continue to function within the sphere, within the ambience, amen, of your eternal ordained purpose. Go fetch him. He's a prince in Israel so we're dealing with something here we want to track the capacity amen to be sighted to be aware in the day like this where all kinds of things are happening the bible says darkness is covering the earth gross darkness the people and as gross darkness continue to pervade amen the days that we live in bible says men will be groping amen in darkness, in noonday, men will be groping, men will be looking for direction here and there, but they will not find it. The Bible says, multitude, multitude in the valley of decision. We looked at the scripture some time ago, the Lord brought the prophets to the valley of dry bone, and they asked him, can this bone live? If you look at things from the natural point of view, you're answer, amen, will be error. Your answer, amen, will be a a big mistake. So, we cannot afford, amen, to remove our prophetic spectacle. We've got to keep it on. Because if you don't keep it on, you're going to look at things and you're going to conclude. So awareness, spiritual awareness is important in how we pray, amen, in how we engage life, in how we press into the next season. We're breaking out of one day into the next day of God. Amen? The Spirit of God is leading us into a place where we'll become more important. Amen? In the in the decision making of God's prophetic counsel in the earth. They're bringing us into a realm, into a place where we'll become more focused, more Determine, amen. Our life must become more robust in terms of understanding, amen, what is required of, of, of us, amen. We're pressing into a place where we'll become more visible in the earth. The visibility of the kingdom of God, amen, is, 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 is something that we have to continually walk towards, amen, because at the end of the day, the kingdom of God must become visible first in us and through us, amen, and then the world can begin to see. The Bible says we will become a living epistle known and read by all men. Friends, we're getting to that day. Where our life becomes, amen, the alternative Bible that people are going to read. That in days where all kinds of, you know, events and situations and laws and policies have are, are been passed here and there. To hinder, to frustrate the advancement of, you know, the, 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 the if you will, the religion called Christianity. And that's why we need to understand that Christianity must collapse into a lifestyle. Amen. We must become the living, so that when you walk into a place When they say, "Sorry, we don't allow prayer here." Sorry, we don't allow Bible here. Sorry, you can't do this there. But our life becomes, Amen, the very expression of the Word of God, friends. This is the kind of vision we need to begin to build. Now, if I, as a prophet, cannot see that I cannot begin to prepare you, then I'm not doing my work. All right. I need to begin to prepare you for what is ahead. That there has to be an aura. We have to build a sense of spiritual aura, that when we move into a place, we move into a system, we move into an environment, we become the, the, the outstretched hand of God in that area, we become amen, the mirror, amen, that people look at, hallelujah, that our life becomes a divine reflection of, of God's standard to the people So what are we talking about? I'm talking about how we must transit from one day to the next, from one season to the next, that we don't die in transition and that we are not captured by events that are panning out in our transition to the point that those events, amen, block us from seeing the things that heaven wants us to see. You know, certain things happen in our life. They're just events. Yeah, event, event come and go. <laughs> amen. Just like 25th of December is an event, it's just a celebration, Christmas, it comes and go. But if we don't allow, if, excuse me, if we don't, if we don't see what the Spirit of God is trying to bring us through or understand, I'm just using that, using that as an example. And we allow that one event, amen, to blind us, to capture us, then 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 we have no capacity to move. You see. The child was born, but the child was designed to be a king in the earth, so 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 Bethlehem was just a passage into something greater. That is a powerful principle that we've got, we've got to understand. I said earlier before we some of us connected, I said that, you know the wise men they saw the star from from the east. They were doing their own thing. As the star appeared, I can bet you, everybody, amen, that was alive, life, amen, in that period, must have seen the star. But they had no clear understanding of the meaning of that star. I I, I, I will believe that while that star appeared, there were other stars too that appeared. But there was something different about that star. Now, it takes people who have spiritual deposit, who have spiritual understanding, who are tracking, amen, the the, the prophetic history, the prophetic movement of God in the earth. That's what you and I must be. We must track, hallelujah. We We must have a tracker, hallelujah, to God's prophetic event in the earth that... Listen to this, that our life does not become, a casualty of an event that we can walk through. The Bible says he led them through the Red Sea. He led them through Jordan. He led them through all kinds of places. You know, all the places that the Lord led the children of Israel through, amen, were all part of the process to bring them to a place he has ordained for, for them. But guess what? Many of them died within the event that they were supposed to pass through. And that's where a lot of us today, are, you know, I found ourselves. All right? We get to a place called Mara, we start complaining. Oh, the water is bitter. Oh, Moses, you know, and, and we cannot press on. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot process that this is just another, you know, junction, another process, another path that the Lord amen wants us to go through so that we learn something, something bigger, we learn something greater, we learn something, you know, that will build us, establish. Listen to this events are designed to establish us, amen, in the things of God, how we handle them, how we really God will bring people into our life. Amen. They are not supposed to to define and determine amen our life they're supposed to help to enhance our life but if we don't understand because they are bitter because they are angry people, because they are crazy people amen and you allow amen their character to pitch on you you also become angry you become bitter you become resentful and all your life is defined because somebody came into your life come on that is, that is childish. We have to understand, amen, God, God will allow all kinds of things. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the valley of the shadow of death should not define them. The, the, David said, amen, I walk through them. Yes, you, you, you want to get to Zion, you have to go through the valley of Baca. So being able to see these things, understanding events, people, amen, days in our life and handling and, and them, it takes vision. It takes vision. It takes vision. It takes vision. All right? It takes vision. And I'm going to share with you, you know, very soon, that vision is, like I said, it's not just about to see things. It's beyond just, oh, you're aware of it. You can be aware of things and and not have a sense of what you're aware of. You don't have a sense of the meaning of what you're aware of. Oh, yes, you can see things. There's reality, you can see situation, problem, limitation, you know you know all kinds of things are happening. but can you see? did you see when they came to Jesus and said, "Lazarus, your, your friend is sick. Jesus has seen through has seen through that event taking place in the life of Lazarus, he knew he was going to res- resurrect the guy, he knew the guy was going to die, he knew it. You understand? So why why people were putting pressure on him to react, and that's what happened to us. That's what happened to us when we live our life in a based on event. We live under the pressure of men. We live under the pressure of trying to perform. We want to perform something, <laughs> you, because you know you want to prove, you want to perform. I don't, I don't, I don't live in the world of performance. I have nothing to perform. I live, amen, by the leading and guidance of the spirit if the spirit has not given me the go ahead let the whole world be crumbling let everything be happening i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna bolt i'm gonna remain where i am that that came through you know process i had to learn that (laughs) i could remember back in those days you know as a pastor you know you're so much under pressure to do so many things you you know all this thing you're doing you want to do it for god and somebody gives an appointment and say hey All right, I'm going to make an appointment with you. I need need you to be in my office for, you know, nine o'clock in the morning because I've got another appointment, you know. And of course, I know that at the end of the day, he's going to, you know, give the ministry money, you know. So now I cut short my, my, you know, my devotional time and all that. Now, and the Holy Spirit is saying, Isaiah, this guy's not going to be there. Wait, (laughs) do what you need to do. And I'm like, no, I don't want to miss this. I can always pray when... (laughs) Only for you to get to the person's office is either you're waiting for the person and the person finally turn up at 10 o'clock. And then you're there, you're you're, 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 you're under condemnation. I should have listened to the voice of the Lord. I should have prayed. So it became a value system. It became a law in my life. That you cannot take me out of amen, this the the, the 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 circumference, the order of time amen, that I share with God. You can't take me out of it. No if, if you want to give me 10 billion, I will tell you this is the time I can make it, is a fine. Because I need to do X, Y. In fact, I don't even need to tell you. I just politely that's you see, it's about priority. Because I understand that no one has the ability. You see, it took me time to understand that that no, one's the, no one has the ability to bless you if the Lord has not spoken to the person to do it. You see, I, I came to that awareness that nobody can do anything for you except the Lord speaks to that person. So the same God says you need to first of all talk to me. You need to first of all have, you know, because you want to be able to go there to be able to connect and speak life to that person. But you allow the money to be cloud your judgments. You allow an event to be cloud your judgment, and at the end of the day, you get disappointed. So it's like God is saying, "Who is your source? (laughs) Who is your source?" Friends, I'm speaking something this morning that I hope I believe that will help us to be able to reprioritize our life. Because one of the things that we're going to be seeing is the devil is going to be using events. The devil is going to be using people. The devil is going to be using circumstance to get into because he knows that he can get to you. So he will create an event or oh, he might not even create an event, amen. He may just take an advantage. He must just take advantage of the event or situation or people. There are certain events we cannot avoid. There are certain things we cannot avoid from happening to us. There are certain people we cannot push out of our life. So how do you make the best use of, amen, the situation? Such, such that, amen, you, you, you live your life in that continual outflow and inflow, amen, of the speakings of God. I think that's something that I want us to look at, all right? So he said, wisdom, I'm reading Proverbs 4 again. Proverbs, I'm going to go to Proverbs 4, amen, and then I'll touch on one or two other scriptures. Then we can pray Then we, We're done for this morning. All right. It says, Proverbs 4, verse 7, it says, wisdom is the supreme thing, or wisdom is supreme. Some translations say, wisdom is the principal thing. The principal means in the order of ranks, wisdom comes first. In the priority, amen, of structure, wisdom comes first is the principal thing is the supreme is the all in all is the first among equal wisdom now what is wisdom i've explained that wisdom is the ability to see amen into the heart of god to see into the mind of god to have a blueprint of the intentions of god that is wisdom that is wisdom to have, amen, the divine intentions of God regarding event, regarding life, regarding yourself, amen, to see what God wants to build out of this messy stuff. Now, when you have wisdom, you look at situation that everybody's, you know, running from and you run to that thing because you have been able, you've been able to see, amen, God's eternal program. You've been, you see, you cannot talk about being prophetic without the spirit of wisdom. Bible says wisdom builds a house. That's why I keep saying that when you have the, the the prophetic grace, the prophetic spirit of God in your life, you become a man, a builder in the earth. Every prophet builds God's divine intention into people. They may not build structure out there, but they are building structure within people. And that's what I'm doing. I'm building things into your spirit man. I'm building things into your inner man. I'm building capacity. Hallelujah. But as we build, we I'm also tearing down, amen, the wrong things that have been built, wrong ideas, wrong philosophy, wrong expectation, amen. Wrong belief system. I'm tearing down because you cannot build accurately without tearing down, without pulling down, amen. Wrong values. There are all kinds of wrong images of Christ, wrong images, amen, of spirituality, of Christianity amen that have been built in our mind amen by so-called apostles and prophets and great men of God they build built this wrong thing because they do not have a clear insight and understanding of the ways of God of the ways of God of the will of God of the, of God, of the counsels of God that's where the principle of Jesus Christ being the way the truth and the life amen it's not a, you know a Sunday school you know I, I give my life to Jesus Christ teaching no that is a curriculum amen that is a kingdom curriculum that that teaches you, that empowers you regarding the value standard, amen, of how God moves in the, in the earth, of how God moves in the life of people. Jesus Christ must be factored. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father. You want to get to the Father because the Father is a place where we get to receive, amen. Is a place where we receive the approval mark, yes. But no one gets to that point without the establishment of knowing what the way and what the truth is. So that when you get to the life, you begin to receive light. You see the pattern? I've been sharing all that for for, for a long time. You begin to walk in light. Or else, you're just going to be living your life in darkness. It's called my people perish for lack of knowledge. So wisdom is building, amen. and we need that to to, to be established in our life. So I, I said I was going to read Proverbs chapter nine quickly. Let me read Proverbs chapter nine. Then I'm going to touch on one or two other scriptures. Then, amen. We'll pray. It says, "Wisdom has built a house." All right, these are components, amen, of the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. We've learned that, amen. He uh, Isaiah chapter 11, yes when the Spirit when the Spirit of the Lord rests on him amen, the spirit of wisdom, that's the first thing you see after the lordship of Christ in your life, the first fruit, the first manifestation of the lordship of God in the life of any ascended believer amen is the manifestation of the spirit of wisdom. And every time we talk about wisdom, you see construction, you see construction, amen? And for you to have clear construction, you have to pull down the wrong inaccurate, amen, structures in your life, amen? There are wrong values, wrong beliefs, amen, struggles, false order, amen, false belief that have been built in our mind, amen, Just challenging the value system of God. It's like many of us are still carrying Ishmael around in our mind, and here is Ishmael, amen, Haunting, amen, the child of promise. And so the Lord said, no, 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 this is not, I'm not going to allow these two to coexist. You've got to get rid of one for the other, amen, to be established. You cannot have Ishmael and Isaac living in the same house. <laughs> you cannot have Ishmael and Isaac live in the same house. Ishmael was born out of the wisdom of man. Whenever you talk about Ishmael, you talk about that which was birthed out of our own brutal strength, out of our own idea, out of our own ability, out of the resource. Hallelujah. We have got him for ourselves. Isaac always come through the promised promised order of God. Isaac always come through. Amen. The timing and the seasons of God. Most time we don't have the patience. So we go give birth to Ishmael. But God says now, sorry, Ishmael and Isaac are not going to coexist. So God wants to do something in your life. That's why when you meet you meet a true prophet, the first thing he engages amen, is the is the Ishmaels in our life. He engages that he, uh, oh many of us don't like what we don't like that. Ah no, we're gonna fight. You're gonna oh yeah, but guess what? You because Isaac is not gonna come, the promised child, the promised son is not gonna come and live in the same house. Amen. No, not with Ishmael. You've got to get rid of the bondwoman and the son. Come on. You want to come into the day of God. We want to come into a day, amen, of kingdom expression. We want to come into a day of clarity and awareness. You want to come into a day, amen, where you, you you want heaven to respond, amen, at your speaking. Then you have to remove every false altar. Then you have to remove, amen, every lie. You have to disengage yourself from everything and anyone that contradicts the values of God in your life. Wisdom has built a house. She has Hewn, the word hewn means establish it. She had established it out of seven pillars. Next year, when we talk about you know our school of uh, ministry, leadership school of ministry, we're gonna be dealing with this. I always deal with this. I mean, if you if you've been tracking with me, you know, you know, talking about wisdom and the spirit of wisdom is one of my core, it's one of my core areas, all right. So we're gonna be looking. In fact, we have a whole manual teaching that deals with this. Amen. Wisdom builds our house. Wisdom builds our house. We want to we want our house to be established, amen, on the spirit of wisdom, so that we have a sense. Listen to this. We have a sense of the times and the season. Like the sons of Issachar. We know what Israel ought to do. We know how to lead. We know how to guide. We know the movements of God in the earth. We are not blind. We are not confused. Amen. We're not here and there. We're not hopping here and there. We're not jumping here and there. We are we are position. We are stationary. And in our stationary position, there are mobility. We are moving. You can be stationed and still be moving. Yes. It led them by two pillars. Amen. Those pillars are well established. They are are definitions of stability, capacity, strength amidst the camp. It led them by the pillar. Amen. Of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. These are pillars. In other words, this thing is standing like a tornado massive amen is an approval of the presence of god in the camp he led them that's an order amen of moses and elijah they appeared before christ amen on mount transfiguration we must have those two order in our life Bible says we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. That's a different order. Those are the elders, there's 24 elders. Hallelujah. Sharing, sharing their expressions, sharing their 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 their, their, their exper- Cantalabah, sharing their experience with us. Then you can tap into that cloud of witness, amen, and tap into into Enoch, hallelujah. You can tap into Moses, come on. You can tap into Abraham, come on. If you're looking for faith, you can tap into, amen, the, 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 you know, the rain, amen, that, that Abraham is releasing through his cloud. Because cloud, listen to this, cloud releases rain. This cloud don't just follow us. They release rain. Amen. The Bible says times of refreshing are coming from the presence of Christ. Yes. Those, those, those refreshing are, 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 are the distilling, hallelujah, of the rain, of the rain of God in our life. That every sense of dryness and, and tiredness and weakness, amen, amen is vanquished because, amen, the latter and the former rain are coming upon our life. Those, those rains are coming from the cloud of witness upon our lives, amen. So, the, so we have this cloud upon our life and we have the one leading us. Wow, what a resource, friends, we have. It's called the ministry of the prophetic and the apostolic. You've got to understand the two. So we're not moving into 2020 with blind, you know, uh, 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 um. Uninformed mindset. We're not moving into twenty twenty weak, beaten, and down. No, 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 no. We're strong. The st- the strength of the Lord, Hallelujah, is in is in us. So we're dealing with something. We're tracking. Amen. Awareness, vision, capacity. Amen. And and focus. Now let me let me take you to another scripture. Let me just see. Thank you, Father. All right. Let's look at this scripture, Second uh, Kings thirteen. Remember, all that we're talking about are reviews. Many of the things that we're sharing are things that we've talked about before. So I'm just going back to some of those things and, uh, you know, bringing them out again and reconsidering them and allow the Father, amen, to, you know, to, to, to bring us into newness, even out of the things he's have said to us before. So you notice that many of the scripture, we've looked at them before, we've dealt with some of these teachings before, but we are reminding ourselves, amen, so that we can be established in the present truth. There was a teaching we did sometimes back, I'm not sure when. Uh, but that teaching sp- speaks of amen preparing to step into newness. And 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 I remember that I dealt with this scripture for almost about a week or two. All right. But I want us to look at it again. Second Kings chapter 13. The scripture talked about amen. Elisha, remember Elijah, amen, transferred the anointing. Amen. Into Elijah's life and the anointing, like we said, amen. Is that is that official, you know, uh, um, ministry, if you will, or the official, you know, signet authority, or you know, scepter, if you will, to step into the the governmental office that Elijah worked. Into in order to be able to execute, amen, and function as a guiding, amen, as a as, as as a portal, amen, as as a watcher, amen, as a prophet in Israel. All right, that that time, my father, my father, amen, the chariot of Israel and his horsemen defines, amen, the the the, the, the 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 spiritual expression, the spiritual authority, the influence, amen, of of Elijah or Elisha in the land. That is a ministry of an elder at the gate, a true elder. This is not just about leadership now. There's a difference between a leader and an elder at the gate. You can be a leader, but you're not an elder. The power and the influence of an elder at the gate can shift things, shift seasons. They define what comes in, amen, and what must stay out. They are portal. So the scripture said that You know, Elijah had stepped into this position that Elijah, amen, had. And you're going to see the same, you know, expression. So, Elijah, the Bible says, was sick and, you know, was about to die. So, the king came to visit him. I want you to track this and look at the context to which I'm bringing out here. The king was about to to you know to you know to, to die. So the king, the, the you know the the, the the man of God all right was gonna release his 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 his, his final authority and capacity for the king. To defeat all his enemy, remember the king has got armies, the king has got warriors, the king has got chariots and all that. Okay, but guess what? The king also understand that they don't win battle by chariots. All about Shayanda, That you don't win battle, amen. By you know, by a million, you know, warriors, you know, soldiers. All right, Th- those are good. But what what resource? The victory in the camp amidst those million armies, chariots, amen is the position of the prophetic you know voice of God in the land, That's why amen, the kings of our day are failing because they've kicked God out of their midst, they've kicked God out of their palaces, they've kicked God out of their homes and they've kicked God out of their, out, out of their offices. No wonder they are being beaten every day and they will continue to be beaten until they wake up and realize, Wait a minute, there is a God in the land. Where are the prophets? Not charlatans. Not, not prophet liars. Not the one, amen, who that because they see big money. But I'm talking about true prophets who are elders. A true prophet is an elder. A true prophet is an elder. Listen to this. That is not born out of age. To be an elder, hallelujah, is something that happens to you because you walk with God. Because you've been through, you've been through certain things, they've taken you into certain dimension. You've climbed certain height. Amen. In the ladder of ascension. You, you, you have been invited earlier amiss to sit amiss the 24 elders before the throne. That's not some cheap thing. You may be an elder in the land and nobody knows about you. <laughs> but you take your place and you rule. Amen. And continue to speak for the heart of God. You see, that's what I'm doing. I'm speaking the, the mind of God. I don't wait. You see, a, a true elder, a true, a true elder, one born out of the government of heaven, doesn't need the approval of men to do what he needs to do, or she needs to do what I mean. This 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 is not about gender now. So so the Bible says that the king came visiting the prophet. This is a king. He came to visit. So the, 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 the prophet, he said, look, I'm, I'm about to go the way of the earth. But I need you to do something. Alright? I need you to go get your bow and your arrows. Then in verse 17, he says, open the, open the east window. Remember some few days ago, I was speaking about the concept of the east but let, let's, not, let's not go into that now. He said, open the east window. Because that's the place where victory is determined. That is the place of the rising of the sun. If you're ever going to get victorious, amen, it has to come through the east gate. Eden was established, amen, in the east side. Open the east side of the window, said Elisha. So the king opened as Elijah said, he said, shoot, and he shot. Then Elisha declared, this is the Lord's arrow. Remember, the king just, the, 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 the prophet just told the king, I, And I, are you seeing the rapport, are you seeing, you know, the, the, the interaction between the king and the prophet here? Alright, the, there is no king, alright, who wants to rule, who wants to do things in the earth. Without the backing of God via the, uh, the prophetic spirit that will win. You, you're not going to win. You, you may look like you're winning. But guess what? The enemy will overpower you. Check the scripture. David defeated amen, Goliath amen, while there's a king in the land because God was with him. There's a prophetic hand of God upon the life of David. You've got to understand the importance, Amen, of the ministry of a prophet in your life. Listen to this, friends. That ministry has been bastardized. I've been abused. I've been kicked here and there. Has been misused. I've been—I mean—that people don't even want to touch that thing again. I, no, 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 no. Don't talk to me about the prophetic. That's what the devil wants. The devil wants to so malign the prophetic, so that you and I will lose, so that you and I will no longer, Amen, trust in the things of God. But guess what? No matter how you try to, you know, wash down and, you know, bad mouth and destroy the gift of God. It's still the gift of God. God has his own. God said, I still have for myself 7,000 that have not bowed the knees. You're not the only one, prophet. Uh Uh-uh. Others may have been corrupt, but there are those, amen, that have not been corrupt and you can track them. If you're really searching. You know, people say, you know, I, I, I keep saying. People say they go to some churches and they deceive them and say, well, you want to be deceived, that's why you go to that church and get deceived. Because if you really truly want the truth, you sit in your house and you say, Lord, open my eyes, direct me there's always a voice in the land amen even though you may not like where the prophet is staying but guess what you need to look and they say go to the way of the wilderness you'll find a john there he's crazy he 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 he, he wears amen, a girdle of camel come on he feeds on on honey on, on wild honey come on but but guess what the word of the lord is in his mouth when the kings are looking for direction they say is there no prophet in the land They say, there is one, but he doesn't like to give the right prophecy. The king said, Joshua said, Go. The word of the Lord is in his mouth. The word of the Lord is always in the mouth of a true prophet. He doesn't live within the events of the day. Remember, that's what we're tracking. He's not, it's not captured by the event. You see, I'm living in South Africa, but I'm not captured by the event. All right. During the days of xenophobia and all, people think, oh, Isaiah is going to leave South Africa because no, 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 no. I'm not captured by that what rules and defines my life is bigger than xenophobia what we're dealing with is bigger than racism i mean i live in i live in a community when you talk about when you say racism is number 1 here because they're all white they, they think they are, they are, they are, they they're they gods they think they've got they've got it all because they've got mansions and they, no i live and i do what i need to do among them they don't even know that i exist but guess what? i'm shifting things i'm shifting things in the spirit realm that's what God does. God will plant you. This that's the principle of the kingdom. They will plant you, amen, amen. As as a yeast amidst the dough. They plant you. They plant you there. You know, it's a principle of those, you know, uh-uh, a uh, 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 uh espionage you know guys in the, you know in, who are into spies and who are into you know espionage who are into you know security and things like that there's a there's somebody i missed you, you don't even know that person is working for another government and 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 he's he, he or she is just extracting information and doing what needs to be but the person is living like a teacher the person is living like a you know you know like a gardener but the person is tapping into all kinds of things yes it was so in the days of Joshua. Amen. The, 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 the Gibeonites, they, they infiltrated the camp. You know, they came and they said, see what we brought, you know, this bread, we came from a far land. You know, three months journey. Look, the bread is parched. Look, the, wines, the wine that we brought. Look. The Bible said they sampled the things, but they did not inquire of God. And they went into covenant with the, with the Gibeonites. <laughs> I mean, that was a general. Joshua was a general. I mean, it fell, fell flat to the trick of these people. That's the power, amen, of, you know, of espionage and security. That's, but that's the principle of the kingdom. Yes, in these days, God will plant us amidst these people who think that they are, they are, they, they are, they are next to God. But God will be using us to topple their kingdom down. So we, we don't define ourselves by by you know what you see. If anybody comes to my environment and define me by environment by my environment, are you blind? You cannot see. <laughs> you cannot see. What defines a servant of God is not defined by the number the number of cow, the kind of car is riding or where he lives the the, the, the the location of his house, you know? You know all these blind people, they they oh my they're so blind. They have no sense of understanding. That everything that happens to us, amen, carries a divine, prophetic, you know, blueprint. Carries a prophetic direction. That's not the size of your house, amen, that matters. Amen. That's not the size of the church. Some time ago, I remember, I was preaching, I said, you know, the impact we make in the earth is not the size of the church we build, it's the size of hearts we have imparted. Just think about that statement. We impart in lives, lives daily, so, so we will continue to do what we need to do because we have sight. When we lose sight of God's insight in our life, amen, we become captured. We become blind, amen, to the event of the day. And that event becomes a casualty to us. So we when we see things, we want to understand what they are. When you see a star appear, you want to understand the meaning of that star. Come on. When you are in the midst of a situation, you want to be able to track why are you in that situation. When God brings some crazy person into your life, you want to say, God, before you cast, cast that person out, before you begin to like, oh, my enemy must die. These people, they don't love me. They, they are so ungodly. Before you do... <laughs> God, why did you bring this person into my life? Is there something you want me to learn from this person from this negative attitude? Yes, because God will bring you into come on, God planted David, amen, in the house of Saul to teach David not to be like Saul. God planted, listen to this. God planted Moses, amen, in the court of Pharaoh to teach Moses something. Sometimes God will take you into the camp of your enemy. I ask you, to stay there for a few days. I just need you. God took Jacob, <laughs> amen, to the house of Leban. Jacob, you think you're wise. You You think think you're smart. Okay, I'm going to take you into the house, into the life of one who is smarter than you. You think you're wise, right? Let's see. Let's see how you're going to do, you know, in the house of Laban. Listen to this. You can never outsmart God and don't try to escape when God brings certain things or people into your life. There are crazy people God has brought into my life. I'm telling you, I call them crazy because these people, you cannot just get into them. You can't get into their brain. No matter what you say, no matter how you talk to them, they will always misinterpret you. So I came to a conclusion. I said, Lord, okay, I surrender. I'll just let this thing die a natural death. while I continue to love these people. I'm loving them, but I keep them where they're supposed to be. Now, I don't bring them in. No, no, but you stay where you're supposed to be, but I'll continue to show love to you. Because if I bring into my space, you're going to contaminate what God will have me do. But I cannot afford not to love you. So I'll love you, but I set a boundary. You see, we need wisdom. Because there's something the Lord wants you to learn. You see, when when God brings negative people into your life, it's because there's something negative that he wants to correct in your life. Don't shy away from me. Don't get rid of them. Getting rid of them does not solve the problem. Oh, come on. Sometimes God will bring certain preaching to your life and all you just do is just nod your head. Because if you open your mouth and try to correct them, ah, no, 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 no. That, that's, that's, you know, soul life in them that is so alive will argue with you until they drain you. You see, so, so, certain people, when they come into, they they drain you, they drain you. When they finish, they squeeze you like this. There's nothing left. Then they go, <laughs> so you've got to, you, you need wisdom. That's why we're talking about wisdom is the principal thing. All right. You, you also don't want to just, ah, oh, no, I'm so spiritual. no, 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 no. Guess what? Then you'll be walking out of hate. You'll be walking out of bitterness. And bitterness is is such a good platform for the enemy to invade our lives. So, what do you do? You've got to have a sense of awareness. Why did the Lord allow this thing into my life at this season in time? at, At this junction of my life? Why? Lord, I need to have an understanding. What are you doing in my life through this person? What are you trying to Pass What are you communicating to me? Is there something that sealed up in my heart that I thought I've dealt with, that I've not dealt with, but you're using this circumstance, this event, this person, to steer them up so that I can see them? You know, there are things that we've shut shut up in our heart, in our life. In fact, we have somehow told ourselves that those things are no longer there. But guess what? Oh, my Lord. If you open that window, that door of your heart, And you allow somebody to go deep down, they're gonna find things you don't want to be you don't want them to see. They're still locked in our hearts. And we cover them up with all kinds of all kinds of hallelujah, praise God, all kinds of worship. We cover them up with all kinds of nice things, good things. You know, most times when you see people do good things, (laughs) when you see people do some good things, it's just a camouflage. To cover that evil, bad, that bad thing in them that they want people to see. So when you describe them, but you say this person is a nice person. Have you discovered that people that are very good, particularly in giving, most times they are the same people that expresses anger the most. And when they begin to, when they, when they get angry, then it comes out. After all I have done for you, see what you're doing for me. That is a strong I used to have an auntie like that. This auntie can give you her eye. She's a nice, she's the most nicest person. In fact, back back in those days, I was a teenager. I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will not see. I've got a mark on my head, my hair here. Yeah? That auntie gave me this mark. She was so angry. You know, back in those days, she used to have this, you know, key holder made, made out of a shape of a dress. But it's made out of metal. She threw that thing on me and gave me a cut on my head. It's still there. But you have to get close to see it. I mean, and her life was just, you know, a picture to me. A picture of the dealings of God. I mean, of course, after I gave my life to Jesus and I understood. But before, I mean, this was years, in fact, almost two decades. I didn't understand. What, but she, she was the nicest person. But when she, when she snaps, when, when she gets angry, it's like a demon comes over her. And you, she becomes a totally different person. There was a stronghold in her life she, that she never dealt with. So she always used, you know, you know, pseudo love, you know, fill, you know, the, your your kind of love, you know, buying things and giving gifts to people. She used that to cover up. She, I mean, Christmas time like this, she will buy gift for almost everybody in the family. But when she gets angry, please take cover. <laughs> just please, even if you are the mother, just don't talk to her. That was this auntie. Until I gave my life to Christ and began to grow in the things of God, I understood this thing. And there are still people like that till today. When they get angry, their world turns upside down. You see? But once that spirit of anger dies down, they are the most nicest person you can meet. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Couple with familiar spirit, all kinds of things, are, you know, and those are real, in fact, when I say it's a spirit, that's a strong, a major strong goal. Because people like that, you don't want to, you don't want to fight them because you think of the nice thing. You don't want to get rid of them. You don't want to, you know, push them away because of the nice thing. They, you know, they're very nice, they're kind. But just that little, that little moment when they snap, if you're not careful, if they have a knife, they will stab you. So what are we talking about? We're dealing with issues in our own life that can hinder us from moving. We want to have clear... You see, you cannot have... Listen to this. This is a powerful statement I'm about to make. You cannot have sight about the event around your life if you don't have sight into about the event within your life. If you don't have sight about things that have been done to you, if you don't have sight about those scars. Yes, those scars, you know, scars. Like I told you, this is a, this is a scar. Every one of us has got a scar. If you don't have a scar then maybe you're a robot. <laughs> You've got to be able to understand and trace that scar. Because if you don't deal with it, it's a it's a it's a soft spot the enemy will continue to use. That every time God wants you to do something new in your life, the enemy will trigger that soft spot. The enemy will use that scar. The enemy will use... I mean, you don't feel the pain again, but the mark is there. The enemy will use that mark to frustrate you, to limit you, to keep you back, to hold you back. You can't go forward. You can't press into the new. You can't step into what heaven amen, has ordained for you. Listen, Jesus had scars in his life. Beyond the scar of, of of the cross, you know, when 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 he resurrected, he said he said he said, put your hand, see, touch it. That scar was still there. Did you notice that the that the resurrection did not remove the scar? The resurrection did not remove the scar. Amen. Yes, he he lived in his resurrected body, but he still said, Thomas, come feel, feel, feel it. See, the scar is there. Can we live with a scar and still live, amen, in that order of the resurrected life? Because we now have an understanding of. Of our life meaning that we can we can track and we can trace events in our life and we have meaning into them why that happened why this happened why I did not get that thing why that man walked out of my life why I lost that child why I lost my husband why I lost that business why I lost that contract why I was kicked out amen at the age of 12 of why my father died alright before I ever get to understand what you know you know a man is to teach me I, I, to become a man. All the scars that I had in my life, I had to I had to process them. You know, <laughs> it, it, it was difficult for me to becoming a man. You know, because you, you, I never had a father figure in my life to teach me, to show me, to give me direction, and say, "My son, this is how what you do." So the few moments I knew about my father, I cherished it. But I knew I could have been a better person. I knew, it, and I used to say to myself, "You know, I could be, I could have done more in life." But I realized that. Psst, event does not define how far you go. It is God. There are people who, born, who were born without even a father. There were people born, alright, they were thrown in the dustbin. You have to deal with that scar. No matter who you are, no matter how rich you have become, no matter how influential, that, that event leaves a scar in your life that you were picked in the dustbin. Even if nobody tells you, listen to me, something in you will tell you, amen, that there's a, there's a mismatch that you don't fit in. It's a spirit. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with the way your mother treated you growing up. All right? Who, why she she expressed so much anger and hate why? Because you did not come, amen, from the man in the house. You came from another man. And she she couldn't just take why, amen? You have to be you know like you're like a killjoy. You, you, Issues that are happening to us, issues that are happening in our nation. You know, they say South Africa is this, is that. We're a very angry nation. We have not dealt with the scar. Many, our government don't even know how to deal with the scars of apartheid. You, 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 you think that TRC dealt with, do you think Desmond Tutu dealt with the scars of apartheid? No, they did not. That's, that's one of the reasons why you see all these killings. You, we live in a nation as see people have no respect for human lives. You know, it's not the people, it's the spirit, it's the spirit that at work, party, that, that influence, that, capa- that spirit, amen, that, that ruled, that limited people, that you know, crippled people, that stopped people, that, uh, that, that hinder people from expressing themselves. Is that spirit right now manifesting. That's why you see a lot of our black people, they don't know how to handle money. They, they, they cannot handle business because everything we're doing now is to prove a point that we now we have freedom. Now I have the money. I will flaunt it. I, will, I mean, you, 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 you got a contract, all right, to, to supply, to build something. You've already used half of the money of the contract, amen, to buy a nice car for yourself, you know, to, you know, to build a big house because now you've arrived. You have never even started the business. So you're already a failure. You failed. And tomorrow you're still going to get another tender. And the ANC government is not helping people to deal with the problem. It's like, it's like, we keep, it's like somebody on drugs and you keep giving them a little more, little, a little more, a you know, little more, a little, little more. And you say, it's fine. You know, I'll add it to your credit. You don't have to pay now. You're killing the nation softly. Apartheid is gone. We have to deal with the aftermath of Apartheid. Come on, friends. We have to deal with that. Right? We can't hide, we can't keep, you know, uh, you know hiding the, 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 you know, the, the, the debt under the carpet. We're dealing with issues here. Issues that will not allow us, amen, you know, to, to, to advance in the 21st century. Issues that will, will keep the nations down backwards. Because listen to this. The dynamics of the days we're living today is changed from the days of apartheid. Today, if you cannot connect and interface with other people, other countries, other world, listen to this, you will not succeed, you will not excel. These are days where you have equilibrium of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Gone are the days where you say, okay, people can just have this knowledge and they can do whatever they want to do. No, now you have to be highly skilled in what you're doing. Because there are 10,000 and one people that can do that same thing that you're doing. So if you're not at adding value to who you are, to your life, to what you're doing, guess what? You're going to fail because somebody across the road, you know, some Pakistan, some God knows Lebanese, somebody, you know, some Nigerian will come and do that thing you're doing. Far better than you. And you're going to say, oh, I failed. No, you did not fail. You are not tracking. You're not working with the times. You don't understand that we live in a different world. We live in a different world, amen, than the world that the ANC defined and won. It's a different world today. Talking about awareness, you see. That's why I'm a prophet. I must speak into this thing. It may may not be popular, but we have to talk about these things. All right? You, how do you improve your relationship, your marriage? How do you improve yourself? You want to, you want to wear the value system, amen, of the new age in terms of relationship. I'm telling you, you're not going to have peace, because that thing is going to put you at a loggerhead, amen, with the man. Where God says submit, amen, to the man. The man can love you. You say no. We live in a day where, amen, is woman power. Is woman power. Listen to this. That doesn't work in the kingdom. When you meet a man in the kingdom, my God, that man will give you his heart. So you don't 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 borrow the value system, amen, of the world to try to find you know your life partner or to try to run your home or try to raise your children. No, no. Look for the values in the principle. This thing will outlast every promotion, every wrong value system that is being promoted out there. Listen to this: as the tower of Babel collapse, their value system will collapse. So if you are not tracking and say, God, give me a heart to be the kind of a man, so you wanna track the kind of woman you should be, you track roots. Come on, you track, amen, Esther. You track Abigail. Come on, you track Sarah. Yes, those are the things. You want to be the kind of a man, amen, that will rule in the earth. You track, amen, the fate of Abraham. You track the heart, amen, of David, amen. You track a man who loves God first before loving you. Because a man who loves you without loving God one day will dump you for somebody better than you. If you get a man who loves you, before love, who loves God before loving you? Listen to this. Even when you go crazy, because the man has the fear of God, the man says, "Okay." In fact, the man will come to you and say, "I'm sorry," you, but you are the one that's supposed to say sorry, because the lo- the love of God in his life is propelling him, is controlling him, is influencing him. He say he cannot do out of the values of God. That's like this. That, so if you ever think you're going to get a perfect woman, a perfect man, you, you missed it. There's nothing like that. That is only, you you've only find that in Alice the Wonderland. <laughs> not in the days we are living. There's nothing like a perfect man. There's nothing like a perfect woman. Come on. We are all being perfected in Christ. The more we become like Christ, the more that perfection in Christ is reflected in our home, in our relationship, in how we treat our children. I can't even love my children without loving Christ. When I look at my children, I see, amen, the, 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 the purpose of God for them. That compels me. You understand? To love them, but not just to love them, to make them become what Christ is to make them to become what Christ will have them become, the same with my wife listen to this, if I want a perfect woman my good God, I will not marry my wife but because that's the woman God has given to me so I see perfection in her through the eyes of Christ that's how she walk so I love her for what she is. I love her with you know with, with her failures, with her mistakes, with you know with her past, with her present, I love her with her future. I love her with everything. And listen to this, it's not going to be easy but because you have an understanding of the value system of God. You when their marriages are collapsing, when you know they're moving from here, no, you're standing, you're standing. You know why? Because your life is being motivated, driven by the values of heaven. That is what I call sight. Because anything you're looking for, listen to this. They are like I said, they are events, they will come and go. (laughs) Why do you think men run from one woman to another? Because they're looking for beauty. (laughs) They're looking for something beautiful. So you you keep doing all kinds of things to keep yourself beautiful. Listen to no matter no matter how you make yourself beautiful, I'm telling you that I want there are one thousand and one women out there more beautiful than you, and the man is going to see them. So if you're if your focus, listen, and I'm not saying don't keep yourself beautiful. Why am I talking about this? I'm not saying don't keep yourself beautiful, but I'm saying listen to this. Your beauty should be an adoring of the heart, your values, your virtues. The beauty of a true woman is what flows out of her, it's not what she, she wears, it's not the makeup. That is a light Hollywood soul to us. That is a lie Hollywood sold to. That's a lie, amen. The West sold to, you know, to Africans. We are the most beautiful people. But if you're beautiful in character, you're beautiful, amen, in values, you're, you're, you're respectful, you're kind. Listen to this. Every man wants a, a kind woman, a loving, you know, you love from your heart and you show respect. Listen to this. Respect is the value Amen. not just of God, of the values of men if you show respect to a child that child will honor you if you show respect to an elderly person that elderly person will honor you listen to this, if you don't respect yourself you cannot respect other people and I tell you something, the war system doesn't want us to promote respect, in fact they want to destroy everything called respect so that they can destroy, you, you You must understand, they want to destroy family homes. And they and they are trying, I tell you, and they are they, they're, they're really doing it. But not in my home. In my home, the more the devil says, oh, I'm going to destroy, the more we stand, the more we stand stronger. And that should be your values too. That's how we track God. Those are the things you want to press into, amen, as the year, amen, runs out and you step so that when something happens next year, amen, and everything is going crazy in January because January is when you know, amen, homes who are established on the values of God and those who are established on the world because by January... Christmas is over. The money is all spent. Alright. You, you're now asking how are we gonna survive. There's no food in the house. Now, now there are things to do. It's a new year. Money to spend. Now the devil creates friction. Because where there's money issue in marriage, the devil creates friction. But because both of you have been you've been building yourself, you understand you've been preparing. You've been preparing for the coming year, amen. You've been storing things. Yes, you can do what you can enjoy yourself in December, but you've got to store enough, amen, amen, for the rainy day. January is coming. is a crazy is a crazy is a crazy month in the year. January, February, March, Oh, those are crazy months in the year. You've got to at least store enough as you're storing. You're praying. God give us wisdom, direction, clarity. Yes, you store. You prepare yourself so that when January comes and that you know issues of need start hitting society. Like Joseph, you start bringing out little by little. You start sustaining your home with grace, with love. Things start happening. You keep yourself in the love of God. We're tracking how to navigate, how to navigate the season. We're not giving into the lies of the enemy, no. You don't just don't just sit and squander it because you want to prove a point to somebody because you know you a party never gave you the you know the opportunity now now you're trying to prove a point and you have a crazy government that says do whatever you want to do listen to this it doesn't work like that if you allow the the ANC and the culture of politics in South Africa to govern your life listen to this you will be at a bankrupt and guess what the bank will continue to send you money. Because they want you to live in debt all your life. Yes. It's called, it's called 21st century slavery. The borrower, amen, is a slave to the lender. If there's any time you need to borrow money, is to run a, a, a business you know is going to succeed. And when you're going to borrow, borrow enough to do what you need to do. That's the only advantage. But don't borrow, don't borrow money in the bank to, you know, to look nice, to eat. You know, no, no, no. If there's no food in the house, eat pap. Live on your pap, and praise God with it. Come on, don't go borrow money. You know, you borrow money to stop. We must stop that craziness. It impoverished us. It puts us in the place where we become weak. Listen to this. Our battle is not with the locals. Listen to this. We live in a day where foreigners, foreign investors, they are coming to buy everything that defines prosperity in the land. They're buying everything. So you have to prepare yourself, amen, not to be bought over, not to be acquired and merged, amen. You've got to stand out. It's a vision. I've been teaching on this for years before I came to this country. Refuse anybody to acquire you. There are, do you know in Nigeria there are ministry that are acquiring other ministry they're doing it in America very soon they'll start doing it in, in 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 South Africa I'm sure they're already doing it ministry that they're acquiring other ministry you come under them they buy you over so this is not just something that is happening in the business world it's also happening in the church because you can't survive how are you gonna you I mean you 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 build this this uh, uh, um, you know, 2,000 auditorium, all right? People are leaving the church. You've got so much bills. <laughs> are you gonna survive? Now, one church comes to our, you know, comes around. They say we, 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 run this. We've got this. We do this, all right. We've got this network. God knows where, all right? Your church can come under us, all right? The tithe every month will be paid, will be given to us, but will be paying you as uh, you know, salary as a pastor and uh, the staff. They buy you over. What are you gonna do? So as they are buying business, they also churches today are becoming franchise. What a day we live in. If we don't have sight, friends, we are captured. We are already captured. That's why we've got to track all the grace and the anointing. I told I, I told you about you know those cloud of witnesses. You track Joseph. You track the economic capacity of Joseph. You track, amen, how to lead and rule in in Babylon. You track that, amen, in the cloud of witness call, Daniel. You track that. You pray that into your spirit, man. You want to stand. You don't just want to survive. You want to be a voice. That's how we win in the day when the Antichrist is taking over. You see, they're taking over. The antichrist taking over listen to this it's not just looking for one man sitting in Brussels. Say i'm the antichrist no they start taking over our values they start taking over the companies they take over escom all the things that matter that when they take over escom they take over you know uh, uh um telecom then they take over uh, you know your you know you know the indigenous companies once you once you capture the companies you understand all the major you know food industries they take over those you know industry the agriculture you know uh, the science you know they take over those things what is left they've captured the nation because once you capture all those you you determine the policy amen of the government that's why those private sectors they are more stronger they're more powerful amen than the government I mean, we're talking about the Minister of Education, you know, trying to stop this crazy, you know, uh, uh, curriculum that they're trying to introduce, you know, to our children, only to see, you know, Cyril Maposa, Amen, shaking hand with uh, uh, this 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 guy, you know, one of the key guys, Amen, that is promoting this ungodly thing in America. I mean, what are you talking about? You know, because these are you're dealing with you're dealing with systemic demons. So whatever God is asking you to do, make sure you have sight. You're going into partnership with people. Make sure you don't you don't sell your right. Make sure you don't give over your right. Make sure they don't have control over you. You've got to understand. You've got to understand this principle, friends. Next day we'll talk about this thing. So people think we don't know about you know about you know policies and economy. We can talk about those things. Because those are all things that the spirit of the Lord must open your eyes to understand, amen. In dealing with how to maintain the values of God over a nation. Once a nation is sold, amen, to foreign investors, listen to this. That nation is open to all kinds of values. That's what happened to South Africa. The moment South Africa was open, all right, to the rest of the world, and everybody flocked in. Guess what? And they came in with big money. They came, they came in the name of investors. They also tell, they also say, Okay, this is what we want to happen in certain areas. Okay, these are the Things we don't want. These are the you don't you don't have a choice because they are the one that is maintaining the state of the economy of the nation. That's why we need indigenous people who have insight, who have prophetic understanding, and go into business. You know, one of the reasons why Christians must go into business, alright, it's not just about them proving a the point and showcasing that yes, I'm rich. Is to save God, Amen, the resource of the nation for posterity. They've already captured the mining industry. They they, they are capturing the oil industry. They are capturing the gold. All these things. They they, they are capturing the telecom. Listen to this. China is coming to take over South Africa because of the 5G network. If South Africa ever give in to Huawei to supply 5G network in this nation, it's over. South Africa becomes a police state. That's, that's 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 not even some secret. You can Google that. You can you can you can you can begin to make your own research. You see, this prophet is well read. I may not be well spoken, but I'm well read. I read, and I understand what is going on, and I can track and trace. I know what is going on in the in the in the in the, in the parties. I know, I know the policies that the, that the AFF are trying to promote It's not going to work. They want to take this nation backwards, amen, to the days of the Nazism. Na- 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 we don't, we don't want to go back. Yeah. There's no one chief commander; it's, it doesn't work. Then you call your your follower fighters. Who are they fighting? You say, oh, we're fighting? The economy? Don't you understand that that is the Naz system of any government? That the economy is the nerve system of any government and you call them fighters? Listen to this. Fighting the whites doesn't mean that the economy is is in the safe hand of the blacks. Because you can have black people in white man's mentality who will still enslave the people. So what we need, amen, is godly, fearing people who understand the times and the season, and who can lead and protect the nation in accordance. We will, we will connect with other nations. We will do trade with other nations, but we understand where to say sorry. These are our key, secured areas that we cannot sell. And there are things that we need to sell because they're bankrupt. I mean, look at uh, SAA now; it's been bankrupt. The same thing they're doing with or, uh, with with some with other, you know. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, enterprise, public enterprise. So, what are we doing? We need to have capacity and move into this area. Christians were too weak, lazy, fearful. I, 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 told, I told, I told some group some time ago. I said, when you study, when you go to school to study, get university degree and all that. All right, you must use that as a launching path for the advancement of the kingdom of God within the sphere. Amen, of your skill. So if you're running after money, you're going to fail. But if you're running after vision and purpose, amen, true business, true skill, guess what? You're going to have enough money, but still, you're going to be helping people. You're going to be transforming people. You're going to be, you know, giving platform and opportunity. Listen to this. If we don't stop this, our children are going to suffer it. Friends, are you getting this? You see you see how God, how God just shift the direction of the message. That's how we've got to deal with issues. We cannot afford to fold our hands and just think of ourselves. No. When I think of South Africa, I think of, you know, those r- regions that have been marginalized, that are still impoverished. That the quality of education is almost zero. Zero. And they will say we're giving we're giving them free education but when you look at what they're teaching them you 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 ask yourself how do we compete with this kind of quality you understand many of us many of our schools don't many of many of the primary schools in south africa at least not the private school The public school don't know anything about IT, about, you know, AI, about, you know, building uh, uh, codings and things like that. These were things that my children were learning when they were in private school. Now, they just put computer there in the school. They say, oh, we have computer in our school. But you look at what is in the computer. It doesn't match up. You look, you compare the South African, you know, school to schools like in Finland, in some other places. Lord, your jaw want to drop opportunity and that's why ANC is a failure to South Africa EFF is going to also fail, the DA forget them so I don't know what's going to happen we need to pray, we need to believe God, that God will touch the heart of these people because what they have as policy is their own agendas is their own agendas friends you say, why are we talking about this? Well, I, I, I'm just I'm just speaking as the Lord put this word in my mouth because there's something the Lord wants us to talk about, to pray about, amen, to deal with so that our nation, amen, does not continue to nosedive because when it affects the land, it affects us individually. But it's, in fact, it starts affecting us because when we walk in awareness, we know how to pray. When events, amen, begin to pan out, we know how to handle them. Have you noticed that when you're under pressure, that's when you make the silliest decisions the most. And that's what the devil wants. Keep them under pressure to continue to make. Do you know people have under pressure, you know, sold their bat right? When you're under pressure, when things are happening around you, you don't know what to do. Assuming you've got some big issue you need to deal with and you have, you go sell your house. Now you say, oh, now I'm going to move now I'm going to get, but it never happens. You never sell your assets. Whatever is an asset, to you don't sell it. Not for anything. Never you sell an asset. Let it grow. Even if you don't know what to do, leave it for posterity. Leave it for your children. If you don't have children, leave it for homeless children. Never you sell your assets. And if you don't have an asset, start building one. You say, man of God, what is your asset? That's what I'm giving to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's what I'm giving to you this morning for free. You can't buy this information, you can't buy this knowledge. That's why you're hearing this. That's why God took me through all the things He took me through. So that one day I can impart this thing into your own life. There's still much, there's still much to say where this is coming from. But let's 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 put an end to it this morning here. Let me finish this thought. Powerful. Every, every time I touch this scripture, it, it just blows my mind. Then Elisha declared, This is the Lord's arrow of victory. The arrow of victory over Aram. That's the Aramite. For you shall strike the Aramite in Apocalypse. Until you have put an end to them, I mean, how does striking amen, the ground amen, with with arrows defines the defeat of an army? That's why it's prophetic. That is why it is what prophetic. The prophetic, you know, things of God, characters of God are are concealed, amen, in 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 acts, in in words, in events, in in situations, amen in understanding what the Spirit of God Amen, will have a say. So that thing, when you obey what God asks you to to do, it translates into victory in other areas. That's why the Bible says the ways of God are not our ways. The Bible says, Then Elisha said to the king again, Take the arrows. So the first one was the was the ball that he struck. So he basically, striking the ball on the front means that he broke the balls of his, of his enemy. Now then, then the scripture says in verse 18, then Elisha said to, to the king again, take the arrows. So he took them. Elisha said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. Or the first one was to shoot, shoot the arrow through the east gate. So this one is strike the ground. So he struck the ground three times and stopped. And stopped. You would have assumed striking the ground three times is defeat. Here's the verdict. Then the man of God was very angry. The prophet was, have you ever seen a, an angry prophet? I have, because sometimes I express that. You know why prophets get angry? Because people cannot see, they cannot trace, they cannot trace the moment. They can't understand right, what the Lord is demanding for the moment. All right? They say, song is, is, is being played in the market, but they are not dancing. The Lord is saying something very important, but they're trivializing it. You know, one time, I literally, for I think for about two weeks, I shut down the church. I said, everybody sit in your house. (laughs) Now, that's a crazy prophet. Sit in your house. Think about this thing if you really want to continue with God because you cannot be playing with the things of God. See, that's why I'm a prophet. I mean, a pastor wouldn't do that because he'd be thinking, hey, offering, tithes. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the attitude of the people in responding to the things of God. The man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. In other words, double what you did. Then you would have struck down the, the Aram's until you have put an end to them. But now you strike down Aram only three times. In other words, you're only going to win the, defeat them three times. How do you connect with this? Father, give me understanding. Remember, we began to talk about wisdom as build a house. And we've talked about what wisdom is in terms of building God's intention. Lord, show me. Grant me insight, understanding. To know how to respond to events. Either from, you know, obeying what what the voice, what the man of God says. Or looking at things around me. Help me to know. I want to maximize, amen, every voice. I want to respond to every declaration, every demand. I don't want to miss out. Help me. Because sometimes we think we know. We think we have done what we need to do. But we've done, but we have not completed the work. So you want to be able to fully maximize, amen, God's order, God's instruction for your life as you're walking. Sometimes it doesn't have, in fact, most times it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't feel okay. But you're not living in the world of feeling. You're living in the world of faith. Amen. You're acting by faith, not by sight. So, Father, allow me, help me to respond. Every time you act and respond in the prompting of faith, listen to this, you always advance, you always get victory. God always reward, amen, your act of obedience. Remember what I said, what I called it yesterday, sacrifice. When you go, amen, and and you do that extra, you go that extra mile, you do that extra thing. That's what happened to the king. He struck it 3 times. The prophet said, "No, you should have you should have added extra to that strike. You should have added sacrifice to, you know, to your to your punch." He said then you would have completely defeated your enemy. These are things the world system does not understand, and this is the only way we can defeat the system of the world by going the extra mile. Because if you want to do just what everybody is doing, you're only going to get the result everybody's getting so we want to go beyond average we want to go beyond the levels of men. there's a scripture i need to show you before i before i i close because i think this scripture you know kind of sealed what we're talking about and i've shared on this before too listen to this scripture and elijah said to elisha please stay here for the lord has sent me to jericho but elisha replied as surely as the lord leaves and as you and as you yourself leaves i will not leave you so they went to Jericho. Now listen to this. Then the sons of the prophet at Jericho came to Elisha and said, "Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you today?" So li- listen to this. These sons of the prophet were aware. They've been able to, they've been able to build their prophetic awareness to see to track something that Elijah is about to be taken. I mean, nobody knew this, but, you know, when you leave, the Bible calls them sons of the prophet. These are these are prophetic apprentices. So they're still growing in their prophetic, you know, and, and so they're feeling very zealous of, of the revelation they have. Yes, revelation. <laughs> it gets people excited. Wow, man of God, what a word. Now, that word, you must be able to translate it into, you know, a div- a divine instruction. What is the Lord trying to say through this thing? Now that's why they don't know. They knew that Elijah, amen, was about to be taken, but they have not traced, amen, the outcome of what is going to happen. After, in fact, they didn't know that Elijah, Elijah was going to take over from Elijah from Elijah. So they said, "Do you know?" And that's where many people stopped—the place of just knowing. But that knowledge has not brought them into an awareness that will cause them to engage, either vision, either by vision, now this is the point the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18 where there is no vision the people cast off restraint you see, these people have a partial vision and they cast off restraint alright, by saying it do you know that God is about to take the Lord is about to take your master, listen to this Elisha said yes, I know he said hold your peace, don't speak hold your peace so Elisha knew what was about. He understood, amen. All the all the you know things that Elijah has been trying to do. Say, wait here in Jericho, wait here in Bethlehem, wait here. No, no. He said, no, we'll go together. That is what I call the power of vision, that brings the ability to to remain constrained, not to be carried away by certain partial knowledge you have. No, you continue to follow because that thing is going to end up. It's going to pan out, amen. In something that will. Cause you to enter, to translate, to transfigure, to move into the next seasons of God. Or else Elisha would have listen to the Elisha would have aborted the process by claiming, you know, maybe by saying to Elijah, I know today you're taking you're going, God is taking you, blah blah blah. You know, but he, he can he, he took his calm. He was calm. That's maturity. You see that king, he had sight into the position of the authority of the prophet but he did not have sight amen, into the demand of the prophet. And that's, that's, that's a problem. A lot of people, they oh, they know oh, that man is a prophet. Oh, that man. But they have not really understood the program of God, the plan of God, and the direction of God for that prophetic voice. They don't know it. And so you only get just this little. But the full reality of what God wants to do, either through that voice or that person or that event, You missed missed out. So you must pray, God, allow me to come into the fullness of your intention. To come into the fullness of your plan for my life. I surrender to you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name this morning. Such a word, oh God, this morning. That is bringing us into clear understanding. As I'm proclaiming this word, I can feel That sense of dryness and drainness in the spirit. I know we have touched something. We've hit something in the spirit. Yes. There's a snag in the spirit. We've hit something in the spirit. I thank you, Father, that this word, oh God, yes, will penetrate the atmosphere and will touch, yes, the realm of the cloud for the distilling of a new rain to fall upon the land that awareness may begin to come upon our people right from, yes, the position of political leadership to the various aspects, O God, that will cause us to be effective, O God, in the marketplace. We thank you this morning. We bless your name that you continue to grant us insight, grace, wisdom, understanding, O God, to make sense of the time and the season. Lord, that our words will not just be ordinary, cheap, shallow words, but we will reach deep into the bowels of your spirit and call forth the things that be not as though they were We thank you. We bless your name this morning that you will continue to resource us, oh God. Yes, Father. You continue to align our heart to your heartbeat, oh God, that we will speak what you desire and you demand for our day. Thank you, Lord, that we will not be found naked in the day we are called, oh God, to be clothed. Thank you, Spirit of God, that you will continue to allow us to blow, yes, the trumpet in Zion, to sound the alarm on your holy hill. So many things we've touched this morning. So many things that we never even expect, oh God, that you're going to reveal to us, but you have spoken. And we thank you, Lord, that every time we gather like this and we hear this word, that we can connect with your heart, that we can connect with your mind, that we can connect with your intention. Thank you, God, that we will not be a casualty. Thank you, Father, that we will not be a casualty of the day. Thank you, Father, that we will not be another statistics, oh God. Yes, happening as an event. No, Father, that we will continue to take our place in the name of Jesus. Yes, in in that position of rulership, we will continue to take our place at the gate, on the wall, oh God. We declare this morning, oh Father, like Abacok, we will position ourselves on the ramp. Thank you, Spirit of God, that we will see, we will hear, and we will respond accordingly. We bless your name. We glorify you for your prophetic hand that is mighty upon our lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you for goodness and mercy that will continue to follow us, even as we follow you. We bless you, O God. We glorify your name. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this brand new day. Thank you, Lord. We are marching forward, breaking the barriers and the limitation of 2020. Thank you, O God, for your goodness. Thank you, O God, for your glory. Thank you for the knowledge of your glory that is covering the earth of our life. Yes, even as the water covers the sea. We bless you, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Wow, we bless the Lord once again for what His Spirit, Amen, has unveiled to us this morning. What a word! What 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 an impartation! I tell you, when when that when that word shifted, I felt a snag in my spirit. But I thank God that the Father just gave us, Amen, the grace to continue to push. So we want to thank God this morning for bringing us to the end, Amen, of this morning broadcast. Uh, I'm grateful to God. Thank you so much, Amen. Man of God, uh, uh, Man of God, Alabi. You. Thank you so much, Amen, for connecting, Amen. I also see my wife just joined. Thank you so much, Amen. Statina, thank you, Amen. Sister Miriam, thank you, Amen. And the Man of God, my brother Shane Smith. Thank you so much, everyone. And those that will be listening on our podcast uh, our pl- platform, thank you all, Amen. Continue to listen. Like I said, the, the words we, we we brought this morning. A clear, directive, instructive word. I'm sure you can feel, Amen. The, 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 you know, the direction and the impact of the word. All right. So this, this is something we will need to go back to and listen again and again and again until we get all that the Spirit of God, Amen, is demanding of us. Thank you for connecting with me this morning. I really appreciate it. May the Lord continue to bless you. May he continue to cause His good face, Amen, to shine upon you. May he give you rest and peace in all you do. Have yourself, Amen, a wonderful morning. Bye bye.